Good morning from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. Welcome to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm your host, garden expert Teresa Watkins. Another cold fruit of uh, cold front went through north and central Florida this week and temperatures in the 30s and 40s. You know, high 30s, low 40s in north and central Florida. South Florida, you had beautiful weather. I didn't hear of any freezing, but it sure was sweater weather. It was great. Uh, I can tell spring is on the way. You know how I know? Well, you'll have to wait till I tell say hi to the incredible executive producer, Lizzie Steele. Good morning, Lizzie. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I am good. You had a good week? Can't complain. Can't complain at all. It is. It, was it cold in Lake County? Yeah, it was chilly. I yeah. mean, it was nice. Um, yeah. It's I, actually a little bit below normal for this time of the year to get this cold. Oh, really? Yeah, so, so I am really excited because, you know, sweater weather, is. I love it. But there is no need with the rainfall uh, that we got uh, on Friday to irrigate because we have some more rain coming the beginning of the week. And uh, it's just one of those uh, things that if we get, you know, a sixteenth or a, a half an inch, a tenth of an inch, uh, you don't have to water for three or four days. And so we're going to be getting enough rainfall over the next week so that you can conserve water. You don't need to turn your systems on. And if you have a automatic and, uh, you know, um, legally you have to have a rain sensor shutoff device on your automatic irrigation sprinkler system it will shut it down and it won't work so that's a good thing so we did talk about the signs of spring last week springtime is also uh in florida the time of year that you see signs of pruning uh people like to cut back their plants and shrubs sometimes a little bit too early but it's also the time of the year that we see crepe murder and crepe myrtle is when you hack crepe myrtles flat across the top and you make a 20 to 30 foot tall crepe myrtle a six foot tall crepe myrtle. That's not necessary and can be harmful uh, to crepe myrtles. Crepe myrtles, with their blooming period, it can, it can um, delay it. So if they're supposed to bloom in April and May, they may not bloom till June or July. Uh, it can also cause more suckering, which is very aggravating. It causes the, the, the tree to sucker from the bottom more. And then also it can um, cause the branches um, at the top, those knuckles, those knuckles that, that form from the scar tissue, um, that it can cause a, you know, a type of witch's broom growth that comes out from that area. And very, it's very ugly. And then also, too, um, you want to promote good air circulation, but you don't. Um, need to cut back by hacking it across the top. If you need to trim your crepe myrtle, you can trim all the suckers off. You then can trim back any branches or cut off any branches that are smaller than your pinky or any branches that are going crisscross or rubbing up against another branch. Look at your crepe myrtle. Keep good air circulation by trimming it from the inside out. Make sure the branches are going out outward and um, then it's going to look lovely and it'll bloom for you. Now, if you hack it back, you're going to get a larger panicle, which is what the flowers are called. And so that great bunch of flowers, you're going to get large ones. And sometimes they're so large that they hang on the ground and that they just, they just bend right over. The branch can't hold them that the, the flowers are so heavy. That's not normal. Okay. And so if you don't cut it back, it's going to have a lot more flowers but they're going to be spread out all over the tree. When you cut them back in half, they're going to sucker, not sucker, but they're going to have less blooms, but they are going to be bigger. So, you know, I, I do not promote crepe murder. Um, don't, don't encourage your neighbors to do it. Uh, and that, it, the crepe myrtles will be much better off. They're so beautiful in Georgia and South Carolina. That's because they just let them go. And, and and, I, and aren't they uh, along 95, like whenever you go to enter, and they're just everywhere? They are. And they're gorgeous because they leave them alone. Now, what are you supposed to trim, cut back, or prune right now? Well, your ornamental grasses, okay? This is the time of the year if you have red or white fountain grass, your pompous grass, or um, any of your miscanthus uh, uh, grasses. If they have brown on them and they've, you know, which they usually do in the wintertime because you get that winter look from the winter flower seed heads and stuff, cut them down to about uh, five to six inches off the ground and let them flush back out again. If you don't cut them back now and in the next, I would say by mid-February, you're going to get that new growth starting back up again and it's going to blend with the 
you know, old brown leaves. And it's going to be very difficult to cut it back. So no need to, to do that. Just go ahead and cut them back now and they will be just fine. Uh, also two roses. You can cut back roses now and any non-blooming shrubs that are too big. And then also any azaleas and camellias that have early bloomers that have already bloomed. You can go ahead and cut those back right now. If you've harvested your fruit off of the citrus tree, you can cut it back now between now and March before the blooms come out. And uh, then it will be nice and green. I noticed that when I was down in Lake Wales that they had taken that big uh, tractor that they have the, the, the big uh, hedge clipper tractor and that all the citrus trees down in uh, Polk County were all square shaped because they go down the aisle and they cut back the sides and then they go back down again and they cut the tops off. And so they're all square citrus trees, but they're going to flush right back out. And uh, Lizzie, I'm very excited. Oh, I bet. I have an announcement in the next few weeks. I'm Ooh. hoping next week oh, oh. regarding citrus trees for homeowners. What? Yes. You're going to love this good news. It's going to be great. So i hoping to have someone from the USDA coming, and uh, we'll have them on. Coming up in the next segment is my dear friend and excellent garden communicator, Randy Schultz, owner of Schultz Communications and editor of the award-winning Home Garden and Homestead website. From the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios, I'm Teresa Watkins. If it's Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. A jacuzzi bath system fits in your existing tub space. It's a no-mess installation with an amazing style selection, factory-certified installers, and a limited lifetime warranty. Call 800-517-6580, 800-517-6580 right now and get 50% off installations with no interest and no payments for 12 months. Replace that old bathtub today with a walk-in shower for a safer bathing experience. If you have lived in your home for over 15 years, it's time to remodel your bathroom. For a virtual or in-home appointment, call 800-517-6580. That's 800-517-6580. 800-517-6580. When was the last time you had a truly awesome nursery experience? A nursery and garden center with a huge selection and friendly expert advice. We're talking about Quality Green specialists in Deland. At Quality Green, we have your favorite plants, fruit trees, flowers, vegetables, and herbs. Plus, with our 80 11 fertilizer, organic azomite, and composted soil, your garden will look its very best. Great plants, sustainable products, friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, Deland, and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com. David was in big trouble with the IRS. At first, I didn't owe that much, but after this year, it was out of control. Then David called Get a Tax Lawyer. Right away, they were like, oh yeah, looks like you're qualified to save Get a Tax Lawyer went to work. <laughs> Should have called way sooner. Get a Tax Lawyer has helped thousands like David fight the IRS and get a fresh start. Call 800-786-9014. That's 800-786-9014. World-class fishing, crystal blue waters, endless sunshine. There's so much about Florida's waterways to enjoy. Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission encourages you to take part in the National Spring Aboard campaign and take a boating safety course today. You can take the course in a classroom or online. Just make sure you take a course. The knowledge gained by taking a course will make you and your family and friends safer and allow you to have more fun out on the water. To learn more, visit Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. Have fungus gnats invaded your potted plants? Control these pests with BTI, the active ingredient in Summit Responsible Solutions, Mosquito Bits. This naturally occurring bacterium kills mosquito larvae, and it also kills fungus gnat larvae in potting soil. Just follow the easy instructions on the label. Mosquito Bits are harmless to people, plants, and wildlife. Summit Mosquito Bits are available at garden centers, hardware stores, and at SummitResponsibleSolutions.com.
The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. And are we going to have winter for another six more weeks? Well, I'm going to find out in just a second. Um, And, you know, should you install a garden fence? Should you do it? Or should uh, you have a landscape company do it? A fence company do it? With me right now is Randy Schultz. Uh, He is the owner of Schultz Communication and also the editor of of the award-winning Home Garden and Homestead website, which is a phenomenal resource for gardeners across the country. And even, you know, if you're homesteading or you want to build your own home, it's DIY for home, lots of great articles on cooking and all sorts of, uh, you know, resources and tips for the um, for the homeowner. Good morning, Randy. How are you? I am doing great. How are you? I am doing well. Thank you so much. You know, we saw that, uh, you know, Puxatawney Phil just saw a shadow on February 2nd, Groundhog Day. But you have a flat iron Freddy. And did he <laughs> see his shadow in Colorado? Flat iron Freddy is, is, is even sillier than Puxatawney Phil. <laughs> he is a stuffed, yellow bellied marmot. He's not even alive. <laughs> <laughs> and they trot him out every year, and he, he makes a grand entrance uh, in Boulder, Colorado, on a zip line, and they uh, they make a big deal about whether he sees his shadow, and, and sadly, he saw his shadow. Oh, my and goodness. So there's going to be another six weeks of winter. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I just, <laughs> that's wonderful. You know, you got to have a, a, a humor in life, and that's just wonderful. So I can appreciate that. Now, Home Garden and Homestead, your uh, wonderful website for homeowners, great resources for DIY and all sorts of good things with gardening and home uh, details. Uh, you recently had an article on Homeowners, are you thinking about installing a fence, and should you? What are the benefits of having a fence? Well, there's an old saying that goes, good fences make good neighbors. And um, there are three primary benefits of a fence. Um, Privacy is certainly one. Um, Safety is another. And um, reducing noise is another. Um, there, There are good reasons to have fences. And in some places, there are good reasons not to have fences. So it kind of depends on your property. Okay. And so what would be a reason not to have a fence? Well, um, you might have a great view that you don't want to have um, obstructed by a fence. Um, you might be in a place where fences are not the normal thing to have around a property. Um, I've lived in both places, places that had um, fences and um, neighborhoods that didn't. So it kind of depends on your your situation and um, and and what you're trying to to accomplish with a fence. Yeah, and so I I have a client that has a beautiful lake view front uh, frontage, and they are PVC in all the way their backyard all the way down to about halfway down because of of the pool. They want privacy, but then they're putting another different type of fence down too so that the view is not obscured. So, you you know, having that view is important. So um, what is the first thing homeowners need to decide before hiring someone or doing a a fence, installing a fence themselves? 
Well, cost is certainly one. Um, it's going to be more expensive to have somebody do it for you than you doing it yourself. And um, I actually, I just replaced the, the back fence in my yard uh, this, this past fall, and I priced it out, and it was $5,000 to have a guy come in. And this is not, not you know, um, the kind of little company that uh, advertises, and, and it was just a, a guy who builds fences. $5,000 he wanted. I priced the, uh, the materials and having me and my son-in-law do it, and it was literally half the cost. So um, your budget will also help you determine that. Yeah, that's that's important because I do I install fences or I have my contractors install fences, and it is quite a bit more, uh, even double and sometimes two and a half times the amount to have mm-hmm. someone else do it. And then there's that right now the the economy and the supply chain issues. Sometimes we are we have to wait a while before um, a regular homeowner can get the materials, whereas contractors sometimes have that uh, advantage before you know over them. Right. Right. Okay, so um, what about um, if you live in an HOA or um, a, a city or county that requires permitting? How does a homeowner find that out? Well, yeah, you definitely got to do your homework. Talk First of all, talk to your neighbors. Find out if they know anything. Uh, if you've got an HOA, that's certainly one of the first contacts you want to make because um, it, there, it would be a tragedy to have a fence put up only to find out that uh, number one, they're not allowed at all. Number two, you've installed one that's too tall. And uh, in, in my personal um, case, uh, six-foot fences are the norm in my neighborhood, except if you have a house like mine that overlooks in the back one of the walking paths, and then you can only put up a four-foot fence. So you really have to know what your your HOA and what your 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 municipal, your city ordinances are for fences. You would think you'd want the six foot fence next to the walking path. <laughs> I know it's really it's a really strange thing. When we moved in, I thought it was really strange. Why would you put the the, the shortest fence at the back where uh, quote unquote nosy neighbors can just look right into your yard? Well, then we we moved in here. We re- realized that um, when we were out working in the backyard and when when our dog was out. People would look in and say hi, and I, I know a lot of neighbors now because of a four-foot fence versus a six-foot fence. It turned out to be a benefit. Oh, wow. that You're a good soul. And so what, <laughs> <laughs> what, well, kind, <laughs> what kind of materials um, are available for homeowners? Well, I think the most popular fence is a wood fence. Uh, number one, the, the materials are relatively easy to, to acquire. Um, Wood can be very attractive. You can stain it. You can make it look uh, however you want it. Um, and wood also gives you the flexibility of, um, of choosing a solid fence versus one that's slatted. Um, we have a solid wood fence, and it really does cut down on, on street noise uh, in the front of the house and at the sides of the house. And uh, that's a, a benefit of a solid fence, and, and wood is really good at that. Okay, so um, so since you've kind of done a fencing issue yourself recently, um, do you put the posts and everything on the inside where you have to look at them, or do you put them on the outside where um, your neighbors look at it? Um, part of it, part of that answer is, if you move into a place that's got a fence that needs to be replaced. You generally just mimic whatever was done. Um, a lot of times people will put the posts inside the fence and, and have the, the nice side of the fence, the solid side <laughs> of the fence, facing out. That's what we chose to do with the back. It's just a better look. Okay. But, but it's personal preference. Uh, the other thing, too, is if you've got the, the, the posts inside your fence, it's easier to work on the fence if you need to. That's, that's true. What kind of muscle did you have to expound and use to install that fence? <laughs> well, uh, because it was a replacement of a, an existing fence, and we needed to replace a couple of the posts. That's where the real muscle was, because we had to jackhammer out the concrete footings for these uh, four by four posts, and that even with a jackhammer, it's a it's a lot of physical work. 
that I was not expecting. So I was really glad to have a younger son-in-law help me with the muscle. There you go. Yeah, take him to lunch. That would be, you know, that's one Absolutely. one. And probably the neighbors are going, can we borrow your son-in-law? Oh, you know, we got so many people walking by saying, wow, this is a great looking fence. Uh, uh, can we get you guys to, do to, to replace our fence? <laughs> Oh, and so so another point for thinking about whether you should install a fence or not is how many gates you need. And what is your, your philosophy on that? Well, I think the typical gate around the backyard would would benefit from a gate on either side. Uh, so that you've got entrance to your backyard from, from both sides of your house. Um, that's my personal preference. I inherited a fence that just has one side gate. And it's okay, but it really is more convenient if you can get into the house, into the yard, especially the backyard, um, from two places. Okay, and you touched a little bit on um, cost, and if you can just tell us briefly what you found, the cost would be real quick because I want to talk about Camp Codger and, and get you to your uh, home and garden and homestead website. Sure. Well, um, our fence was thirty-five dollars a linear foot. And a six-foot fence is more like 50. And it's all about how long the fence is. Um, a big yard, your fence is going to be expensive. No question about it. But we, we saved half the cost by doing it ourselves. Uh, cost of materials and renting uh, equipment and stuff like that, we, we paid almost exactly half. Oh, that's great. So where can people find, should you install a garden fence and more great articles on uh, that you have on Home Garden and Homestead? Well, I would certainly go to homegardenandhomestead.com. Um, literally, the, the story is, should you install a garden fence? And it, it pops up uh, right away. Um, and if you need to search for that or any other topic, there's a little search bar at the very top of the page um, to find whatever story you're looking for. Excellent. So now you have two gentlemen that help you host Camp Codger, and we have a lot of codgers in our audience, and so <laughs> I know they are going to be fans of your podcast. Tell us how what we can hear on Camp Codger and how to get to it. All right. Camp Codger is the podcast for folks in their golden years, and uh, it's, it's me and, and two friends. We're all in the codger age range. Um, all of us are, are on Social Security. <laughs> so, <laughs> we are officially... Uh, codgers, but we talk about things of interest to, to older folks. The the most recent uh, episode was was a lot of fun. We it's called Too Much Stuff, and we talk about you know what do you do in your older older years when you've collected all this stuff from decades of, of your life. Now, what do you decide to keep? How do you get rid of it? Um, it's it's really a lot of fun. We we generally have fun with the topics. Excellent. And that's at capcodger.com. Thank you so much, Randy, for calling in this morning. And we do appreciate it. I'm going to be posting links to Home Garden and Homestead and Cap Codger on our Better Lawns and Gardens Facebook page. Let's take a break right now. If it's Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Life can be full of risks. 
One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. David was in big trouble with the IRS. At first, I didn't owe that much, but after this year, it was out of control. Then David called Get a Tax Lawyer. Right away, they were like, oh yeah, looks like you're qualified to save. Get a Tax Lawyer went to work. <laughs> Should have called way sooner. Get a Tax Lawyer has helped thousands like David fight the IRS and get a fresh start. Call 800-786-9014. That's 800-786-9014. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't and publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4542-802-341-4542-802-341-4542-That's 802-341-4542. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-218-5088. 800-218-5088. That's 800-218-5088. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I want to thank Randy Schultz with Schultz Communications and Home Garden and Homestead. The website is homegardenandhomestead.com and campcodgers.com or just Google them and they will come right up. The Camp Codgers is wonderful to listen to them discuss everything as it's changing, as we mature in our lives. And it's, they're just a lot of fun. And so now it's your turn. If you have a gardening question, you can call us at 888-455-2967, or you can text me at 23680. And uh, I want to um, mention also that this is the time of the year that you want to prune your grapevines. 
If you're growing grapes, you want to prune in Florida during the dormant periods, which means if you're growing grapes in South Florida, you want to cut them back in January. And so it's a little bit, you know, afterwards, but now still a good time. Central Florida is January through February, and then North Florida is January through March 10th. And so it's important that you cut your grapevines so that vines that fail to reach the top wire during the first year should be pruned back to buds near the ground, okay? And this is not harmful to them. Vines that reach your top wire of your espalier or of your trellis, whatever you have it on, during the first year should be pruned to a single cane of three to five buds along each wire, in each direction. So an espalier is a fence that goes diagonally, horizontally, and comes up either to a um, four to five foot height, or if you have it on a pergola or a uh, trellis, then you want to, you know, coming up a four to five feet tall would be uh, one of the uh, cutting points. And then after the first year, they should be cut down to a single cane of three to five buds. The second year, you want to leave four new new wood canes, one for each direction of your espalier wire, with eight to 12 buds on each cane. And then the older and the more vigorous the vine, the greater number of buds that can be left on each cane. So, So that is just kind of... It, it makes it, brings it back down. It looks naked. It looks dormant. But this is the time of the year to do it, especially because you don't have many leaves on it, if any at all. And it's a good time to cut out that extra wood in between. And then if you don't cut them back, then you'll still get the number of clusters. Grape clusters is going to increase. But the size of the clusters and the berries will decrease so that only the stems and the bear and the coal berries are produced. And so... Uh, it'll make it more difficult to prune them in the future. So this is the time of the year to cut back on your um, on your grapes. And so if you'd like to give us a call, one 455 2967 or you can text me at 23680. Uh, so my emailer of the week is Ira. And Ira was very good at sending me his questions and then also his photographs. And he wanted to know how each one of these plants were doing in the yard. And so over the next hour or so, I'm just going to be pulling out Ira's photographs and looking at them and talking about it. And so um, so the first picture he sent me was a small majesty palm that was outdoors. And it looks fine. It was only about two and a half feet tall, two feet tall. And um, it was winter damaged. So it had brown fronds on it from the winter. So don't cut them back just yet, Ira, but this next, at the end of February, you can cut them back. And what I would suggest, though, this is a really good reason why you send me great pictures, is that he showed me the base of it, and the base only came out about six to eight inches away from the trunk of the palm tree. And I need you to make that circle wider and go ahead, and so the competition from the grass doesn't interfere with the palms and that you don't damage the palm tree roots with your lawnmower or weed whacker. And so you want to make a bigger circle around your palm tree. I would um, make the circle the diameter five feet wide and keep that grass away from the palm. Okay. That's going to be healthier for the palm tree. It'll make it easier to maintain and you won't damage it. Now your lemon and your red grapefruit tree that you have in your porch look fine. I just think they need more light. I don't know if they have citrus greening. I couldn't tell from the pictures, but I would grow it outside to get more light, more sunlight. And then you are mentioning that you water it one to two times a week. You only need to water once a week. And that is the law right now in most counties in the state of Florida, most water management districts, you only need to be watering one time a week. All right, and so go ahead and just rinse it, pour that water in, let it flow out from the bottom, and uh, doing that once a week will be just fine. And then I want you to fertilize in March, okay, fertilize in March, and then that will be just fine. Sticking with citrus, your Myers lemon outside does have citrus greening, Um, and so I'm not saying that it's going to decline rapidly, but it's not going to survive, you know, years. And so it's going to be 
very important to keep it fertilized on a regular basis. Okay, fertilize it on a regular basis starting in March and then um, it's eventually going to decline. Now, how I know that is by looking at your leaves, that the, the um, yellowing, the chlorosis and discoloring of the leaves is not symmetrical. It's not a nutrient deficiency. So it is citrus greening. And um, I hesitate for you to put your other citrus trees out there because then they'll get infected with citrus greening because of the psyllids. If they go to your one that already has citrus greening and then land on your little new ones, then they're going to get it too. So I want you to stay tuned for the citrus news next week. I'm hoping uh, I can announce it then. And uh, we, we will take care of our citrus. You're just dangling this over us, aren't you? I am. I'm enjoying it. I, you, you I, I'm telling you, I'm so excited. You should, because I'm trying to break into the booth on the other side where you're at in the host <laughs> studio to go through your notes and see if I can find out and then <laughs> leak it. <laughs> so what can you be planting this time of the year? So uh, you can be still planting through middle February. Okay, February 15th, 15th, 17th, you know, Valentine's Day. Uh, you can still be plant, planting winter vegetables, beets, broccoli, carrots, cauliflower, celery and collards and endive, and kohlrabi and lettuce and mustard, peas, potatoes, radishes, Swiss chard and turnips. I will tell you, I visited uh, Lee Brooks, um, my tower garden expert, and her three tower gardens were full of wonderful, wonderful green winter vegetables. And so it's, uh, you know, good time of the year to do that. If you'd like to give us a call, one 455 2967 or you can text us at 23608. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. From the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios, I'm Teresa Watkins. Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and medicare we offer free shipping 90-day supplies and we bill your insurance call us today for a free benefits check 800-513-1652-800-513-1652-800-513-1652 that's 800-513-1652 have fungus gnats invaded your potted plants Control these pests with BTI, the active ingredient in Summit Responsible Solutions, Mosquito Bits. This naturally occurring bacterium kills mosquito larvae, and it also kills fungus gnat larvae in potting soil. Just follow these instructions on the label. Mosquito Bits are harmless to people, plants, and wildlife. Summit Mosquito Bits are available at garden centers, hardware stores, and at SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. Attention people with Medicare and anyone turning 65. Are you enrolled in the best Medicare plan available? The average Medicare beneficiary has a choice of 54 Medicare plans, 766 Medicare Part D prescription drug plans, and a record 3,834 Medicare Advantage plans. How do you know you have the right plan? Simple. Call 800-571-7025. That's 800-571-7025. The service is free. You you may find a plan with a $0 monthly premium, $0 co-pays, and $0 deductible. Don't gamble. Speak to a licensed agent to find out which plan is right for you. Call 800-571-7025. That's 800-571-7025. 800-571-7025. And let Best Med Care do the work for you. 
Yeah, remember when all phones sounded like that? Hey, it's Brian Mudd, and I sure do. But you've got to go with the times, so go with Affinity Cellular. Affinity is offering three months free service and a free flip or smartphone with a 30-day guarantee. Happy with your current phone? That works, too. Get unlimited talk and text for as little as $15 a month. Get started right now at Affinity, with an A, Cellular.com. Affinity Cellular, everything you need and nothing you don't. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you with the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-786-9014. 800-786-9014. That's 800-786-9014. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. If you'd like to uh, have your gardening question answered, you can give me a call, one 455 2967 one 455 2967 and you can text me at 23680 and let me know what you are drinking this morning for your beverage. What are you drinking this morning, Lizzie? Um, eggnog, as always. <laughs> As long as I can get, I'm like, I'm on my last carton. Like, you can't find them anymore. But I got that last carton two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I'm drinking tea. My cup of tea is all good. So you can let us know that. Also, too, I want to let you know that uh, the 2023 Lawn Chair Lecture Series at Peterson Nursery and Garden Center uh, in Polk County in Lakeland, which is at 2184 County Road 540A, is going to be having their vegetable gardening for the spring lecture next Saturday, February 11th, next Saturday. So you don't want to miss that. And go by and tell Howie and and Karen that, you know, we, we said hi. That's right. Go up to them, give them a high five, but make sure they know you're going to give them a high five so you don't catch them <laughs> off the garden and be like, hey, this is from Better Lawns and Gardens. <laughs> and that's true. And so uh, yesterday I had um, a, a kind of um, experience that I just wanted to mention because it's it stuck out like a sore thumb to me and I wanted to let everyone know I was shopping at Walmart. I was just, we just ran in and was getting some things, cat food, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I was in the garden center because I had to pick up some oil, uh, neem oil. And so while I was there and in the insecticide area, on the insecticide aisle in the garden department, uh, they had mothballs on the shelf. Okay. For and in, in the insecticide section. Okay. All now, right. Now mothballs are a pesticide, and right. they're regulated by the EPA. Okay. And they have strict use regulations on it. My concern is that people will see the mothballs in the garden section, which you're not allowed legally to use them outside. Wait, what? Because I've used them outside my most of my life. Yeah. And it's they're not allowed to be used outside. It's only for contained structures like a closet, a chest. You are not allowed to have them outdoors or place them outdoors. Okay. And so I talked to the manager and she was very nice about it and she took them off. But I just wanted to let, I don't know whether this is something that goes through the whole area or nationally with Walmart, whether they're selling them in the garden department because people will buy them and go, oh, you know, I need to get rid of this and I need to get rid of that. And, and, but they, it doesn't work. Okay. Okay. The, the mothballs are toxic to the water supply. If it gets into the ground, it will poison the ground and it also will cause um, air pollution and will make people sick. Children or animals eat them or touch them. They can get very sick, and if they eat them, they can die. 
That is some very good information. And I know a lot of people don't know that. So if you are in Walmart on the in, in the garden section and you see that they have the mothballs in the garden section, please ask them to move it. Okay, because it should be in the department, you know, the home care department where they sell like the cedar hangers. Yeah, maybe if maybe, you know, if they do see it um, so that way, if, if you can't remember all of this information, if you just turn the box over, you'll see that it says do not put outside. And then that way that will cover you going, hey, you guys, you guys have this in the garden section for outside. Um, it says don't put it outside, you know, and then exactly, maybe. you know, and so it, that's the thing. If you'd like to, ju- you could even just Google mothballs and outdoor use epa fdax controls the use of it here in the state of florida and so you know just um it's uh, it says mothballs sometimes are used illegally to repel pests and they um should not be used outside and it says remember mothballs are not legal for use as snake repellents and so you can just google that and uh, you know just let them know because it's a marketing you know and you you I mean, I understand marketing your products so that people will buy them, but we do not want people to use mothballs outside. There you go. Okay. Thank you so much, Walmart. We certainly appreciate it. So now, Ira, I'm going to go over your next two. Your banana tree, your little wee banana tree is going to be just fine. It's got yellow and brown leaves on it from the winter freeze, uh, and it's going to be just fine. Go ahead and wait a couple of weeks. You can cut those leaves off or cut your banana tree down to the ground. And it's going to recover and grow back. And hopefully this year, because it went through one freeze, it should give you fruit uh, this next coming year and or next spring. And so uh, cut off all the dead fronds on it, or you can just put cut it down to the ground and it will recover. Then you had pictures of Mexican petunias. I love Mexican petunias. I have them all over my yard. I know. Is this illegal too? Is this yeah. not supposed to be outside? No, they're not. Okay. They're not good for outside either. <laughs> ah, biscuits. <laughs> they're a great butterfly attractor, but they can't. They are considered an invasive species, which is you know I am not telling Ira to take them out, but he's watering them and 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 they are getting a fungus. He he told me, and so just so that you know. Your Mexican petunias are all mature. They do not need to have extra water. They can just have rainfall, and that's going to reduce them getting a fungus. They are, pre- yeah, they're pretty tolerant because, I mean, a few years ago, whenever we had an extremely dry spell and everything was catching on fire around us, yeah, uh, they didn't catch on fire and they survived. <laughs> so. <laughs> So I can understand. So, yeah. So um, it's also could be the time of day you're watering, Ira, is that you want to water after 5 a.m. in the morning. You don't want to water at night. You don't want to water in the early morning hours, like 1, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock. Irrigation should be going on between 5 and, you know, 8, 9 o'clock in the morning. And that's going to reduce your fungal issues. Now, speaking of fungal issues, uh, brown patch. If you get brown patch Every year, and that's a, a circle in your lawn that looks dead. It looks like a circular brown patch. Uh, then now's the time to go ahead and put a pre-emergent fungicide on it. Okay, so once your lawns or your landscape get a disease issue, you can't cure it. Okay, so there are no uh, there are no curative um, uh, pesticides or uh, solutions for your lawn and landscape after you get a fungus. You can only prevent it, and you can prevent it by one, best management practices of not watering at night, and then the other one is to put down a preventative fungicide. Fungicides work before you get the fungus, and so brown patch is one of those that we see in the springtime. One triple eight four five five two nine six seven. It's cold. Nobody's going outside today. So okay. So my my sister in law who lives in Maine, she just texted me the screenshot of her thermometer and <laughs> she says, don't you want to come visit? It's negative 19 oh in Mexico, goodness. Maine. And I'm like, <laughs> no. So I screenshot Orlando's with a 55 and said, don't you want to be here? <laughs> I could have. Yeah. So uh, Tony's mom and uh, uh, May, she lives in uh, Tiverton, Rhode Island. And it's going to be down to like 10, 5 to 10 degrees today. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Mean, but they're at negative 19. I'm I like, know. Maine is, wow. I'm like, it, but it feels like negative 9. I'm like, what? So it's warmer? <laughs> feels warmer than what it is? I know. You know, it's, 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 you got to be as 
party as anything to live up north in that cold weather. I don't get it, man. I don't. You know what? My hat is off to everybody who lives in the snow. The worst, the, the worst uh, the fall or winter time that I had was in Pennsylvania, Carlisle and Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I was there on business, and there's just something warped about when it warms up to zero degrees and the sun shines that you can go out without a sweater. Well, see, I experienced that whenever I used to work at uh, other stations, a country station in Daytona, and they would send us to St. Jude's to train. And um, so I was there, and I think it was like 13 degrees snowing outside, and I went outside in shorts, and it was not cold. So I'm going, my little Florida brain goes, there's something really wrong with this. <laughs> there is. <laughs> it really was. And so, uh, yeah, no, if it's sunny up there, I mean, you treasure the sun mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. north during the winter time and that was one of the things is that I, you go weeks and weeks and weeks in pennsylvania and not see the sun why well, my relatives back in the 80s 70s and 80s and 90s they all had that light installed in their bathroom that gave off the uv, the UV kind of rays yeah, yeah. Mm. oh my goodness you know and so that's that's incredible so ira had a few more of uh the questions but uh we'll get to those throughout the, the day and next hour coming up Got a really great, great vegetable gardening book coming up for you by the uh, gardening expert Susan Mulvihill, and I'm excited to talk to her. Uh, she, we talked to her a couple of years ago on her last book, and her last book was an award-winning, just incredible book. I really use it a lot for yes. my vegetable garden. Well, she's back with a third book. Oh, and, I love this. Yeah, so I'm really excited to talk to her, so you don't want to miss that. And then also we have um, next week, we got a couple of things going on. And so we're going to be talking about a really wonderful orchid show Ooh, that uh, okay. is going to be here. And you don't want to miss that. It's the year of the orchid. I didn't know 20, that. 2023, the National Garden Bureau has dedicated 2023 to the year of the orchid. I'd like to thank Randy Schultz for coming on, homegardenandhomestead.com. If you'd like to read the article on should you install a garden fence, that will be wonderful. And we'd also like you to uh, text us. And uh, let us know your gardening issues. Or if you'd like to give us a call, one 455 2967 Thank you for listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. Don't miss the next hour. If it's Saturday morning, you're with Teresa Watkins on Better Lawns and Gardens. And this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003.